Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Dan Connery Show. Blue collar common sense. Common sense solutions. That's where we have to go if we're going to save our state and save our country. Join the conversation at 321-1310. Toll free at 1-877-235-1310. We, as Americans, have the capacity now, as we've had in the past, to do whatever needs to be done to preserve this last and greatest bastion of freedom. Or hit him up on Facebook and Twitter. Common sense has become... An uncommon commodity. Now, Dan Connery on 1310 WIBA. Good morning, Madison. Good morning, Wisconsin. Good morning, America. Especially if you're listening on iHeartRadio. This is the Dan Connery Show. News Talk 1310 WIBA. Glad to have you along today. Sean Preble, good morning. Hope your weekend was great. It's snowmageddon. Nobody's how to has the knows how to drive in snow anymore. It's over. It's done. Dick Albert is going to be working until about two a.m. and uh, our friends at the twenty seven uh, uh, weather reports are going to be helping us all day long. And uh, how was it when you came in? Not too. Uh, they're, they're, the roads weren't. They're never plowed. They weren't all that good, but. It's that kind of that light, fluffy snow I like driving, and there's no ice. The only thing I, you know, for I think for most of us, it's when you it's when you have ice or that that snow that yeah. sticks together and creates. It wasn't again. It wasn't too bad. Uh, it sounds like though some people are having I mean, kind of forgot how to drive in this stuff. So why I just don't know why you know, we get a spread of uh, you know if we get a spread between storms, it's people are like, okay, no slow down, calm down, relax. And uh, just follow the advice of uh, Dick Albert. Take your time. And I don't know why we lose our skill, that, that driving mm-hmm. skill. I, I just don't get it. But uh, it is what it is. How was your weekend, pal? It was really, really good. We had our uh, six-year wedding anniversary was Saturday. So uh, got out, spent some time uh, with the wife, which apparently people get offended when I call her the wife. But uh, that's what I call her. <laughs> and uh, what now, I got to spend some time together. And, yeah, it was a good weekend. Now, when you say the wife, well, mm-hmm. why is there blowback on that? I, I, I don't get that. It's, it's according to, is it, now, if it's blowback from the wife, by God, stop doing yes. it to me. <laughs> no, I just, people, because people say, you know, it's, she's not like a, a car, she's not like the car or like, like the TV, she's a person, and therefore it's, it's this, it's this overthought out feminism that, that can drive me insane. All and right. I, a- yeah. <laughs> so, it's yeah. Yeah. yeah, don't call her you. Hey, you. That's yeah. it. Get over here. Daddy needs some coffee and uh, and uh, happiness. And how are you doing with uh, daylight savings time? I, I, I had more difficulty today than I did uh, yesterday. It brutal. Abs- absolutely brutal. Yeah, having to get to bed early last night and then get up earlier this morning. It's a terrible, terrible day. That way. Now oh. I talked to I, I talked a very big game on my show yesterday mm-hmm. because I, I by accident just figured out the remedy. I, I really am not as bad as I've been over the years, and it turns out I have the remedy. I'm going to give it out free this morning. And uh, good morning, everybody. Dan Connery show. Lots to talk about uh, the snow, uh, the politics, the Donald, and 
the U.S. attorneys and, and the proof for the uh, wiretaps, which is supposed to be provided to the House today. We will certainly get into that. But, uh, Sean, you're going to love this. It's the perfect remedy for uh, daylight savings time. I'm ready. Go out on Friday night. Don't you try to use Saturday as your remedy for uh, uh, early Sunday morning and the uh, time change. What you do is you go to a friend's house or a local par, uh, bar or pub and uh, you you try to engage as long as you can, especially at a friend's house, uh, which is the way to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just going to tell you that if you go out about 8.30, 9 o'clock on Friday and you stay at a friend's house long enough to where you uh, – and you mix all different alcohols together mm-hmm. and, and you start doing shots around 2 a.m., and uh, you start to feel like you can have a really lengthy, long philosophical conversation with a a similarly prepared friend. Do that. Then you move on to chat with a lady who you totally believe feels you're the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> uh, by the end of the conversation, then you realize she's saying the words to you, do you speak English? <laughs> then you say to yourself, all right, the tequila kicked in. Awesome. And uh, then you uh, you call Uber around three thirty four o'clock. The Uber guy drops you, and you knew were smart enough to write down your home address for the Uber guy <laughs> on a piece of paper before you got into the car. Then he drives you home. You get in the house, and you're physically able only to do one thing: you make a bowl of cereal. That's it. No uh, no fire involved. No heating up involved. Make a bowl of cereal. Now you're passing out about oh five thirty six o'clock in the morning. And then you go to sleep. You wake up in terrible pain. It's horrible. You don't look at the clock. Don't take anything in. You eat greasy food for the day. And then you watch the Planet of the Ape marathon that was on cable TV over the weekend. <laughs> then you go back to bed. You don't even know what time you went back to bed. <laughs> Bam, you wake up at like, uh, oh, 12, 30, 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Daylight savings time had no touch on you. I'm just saying. I don't know who told me that story. I don't know how that happened. But I'm just saying. That might have happened, and that might have solved the uh, daylight savings time problem. And I'm very, very happy. About that's that. a very detailed. <laughs> it's almost like somebody lived that this weekend. Hmm. I'm saying, and uh, my favorite part was, "Do you speak English?" <laughs> like, okay, maybe it's time to go home. Maybe it's time to wrap it up. And, you know, you always hit that end of the night thing. Tequila. Yes. I was like, yeah. Why did that happen? Why did that happen? <laughs> I'm too old to do that. That that's no. No, I say. All right, uh, 321-1310, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. We'll kick her off with uh, uh, the wiretap evidence when we get back. Uh, again, the House is waiting patiently, tapping their foot with their arms folded. Uh, did Mr. Trump talk himself into a hole with that one? Uh, more on that when we get back. This is the Dan Connery Show. That's the one and only Sean Preble taking your calls. News Talk 1310, WIBA, we shall return. Now, more blue-collar common sense with Dan Conry on 1310 WIBA. 321-1310, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Monday. Sorry about the snow. Take your time, drive safely, and uh, everything will work out. Just slow down, and we, uh, yes, we all forget how to drive in the snow. I'll criticize myself as well. And, uh, Sean Preble, when this story broke a, a couple of weeks ago and Donald Trump decided to send out an early morning tweet on a Saturday morning and said he had proof that the former president of the United States uh, did, in fact, hack him. Uh, didn't uh, Well, it, it, wiretap was the operative word that he used, and he has suggested that Trump Tower 
and uh, Trump Tower was uh, the servers were uh, were wiretapped, and he was a, a flurry of very very uh, intense, uh, very upset tweets. I, I w- would you say that's a very uh, apt description of Mr. Trump's tweets regarding the alleged wiretapping of his uh, uh, corporation, his business, his uh, servers regarding uh, Trump Tower. I mean, I, I think they're, they're pretty emo- Yeah, I mean, pretty emotional tweets, man, and. The instinctively, for those of us who've been in talk radio for a lot of years, you tend to get gun shy. You tend to take a step back like, and ask yourself one question. My God, does he have proof? And today, the uh, House of Representatives Intelligence Committee and, and several other uh, re- re- Republicans have demanded the proof from Donald Trump. Now, people are conflating what happened with um, uh, General uh, Flynn. And uh, that's another story that has developed uh, over the weekend. Uh, General Flynn allegedly working for the uh, country of Turkey, lobbying for them. And uh, his tax uh, movements over the last several days have proved that he was, uh, in fact, an agent representing Turkey uh, while going through the transition, while being a a, a counsel to uh, President Trump, uh, then candidate Trump at the time. And I... People are going to be out there saying, well, you know, they, if they if they got uh, Flynn, which is a reasonable question, by the way, it's a reasonable question. But if let's say you have a wiretap that was legally gained and you were surveilling the uh, Russian ambassador. And if that was the cause for the FISA warrant, uh, that's not an unusual thing to have happen. What's unusual is obviously, and again, well, I go back to the corrupt behavior of members of the Obama administration. I'm not challenging the legality of, of uh, surveilling uh, the Russian ambassador. That's done quite often. Uh, that's done to several different countries across the globe. It, it's a fact. We've been playing that game for a half century. If we have the technology, we will do it. If we have the placement, we will do it. And there is going to be a political showdown by the end of uh, business today. And will this turn out to be a very, very bad week for Donald Trump if he does not, in fact, walk in to uh, or send the evidence over to the House of Representatives Intelligence Committee? Um, It's not going to be a good day for him if that doesn't happen. And it it will provide a window onto what the... uh, uh, the thinking is of Donald Trump at 6.30 on a Saturday morning on the East Coast when he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to flip out and send a flurry of uh, uh, tweets here. Because if you look at what really should be taking place today, and I speak to my fellow conservatives right now, what should be very important today, and, I, and I've come to a determination on this, not only is he probably not going to provide the uh, the evidence or provide the proof, and again, uh, suggesting Mr. Flynn uh, and the transcript and the obviously surveillance of him and the Russian ambassador doesn't cut it. It doesn't cut it, and it's going to put him in a very, very tough spot. I don't want him to be in a very tough spot. But here's what else puts him in a tough spot today. I, The more I look into this repeal and replace plan that the administration has, that uh, Paul Ryan has, and I look at the... Um, and a couple of callers suggested this over the weekend. And, uh, Sean, I don't know how much of the uh, Paul Ryan uh, lecture on the repeal and replace plan you watched, but it was a roll-up-your-sleeves moment. He had a, uh, a PowerPoint plan, and he suggested one thing that many callers I had over the weekend were not very happy with. 
regarding uh, Speaker Ryan. He came out and said, this is our one time, this is our one shot, this is a binary choice, and this is the time to do it. This is the only bill that's going to make way, and with reconciliation, and uh, and again, he didn't get into uh, too much of the uh, sausage getting made in the background with reconciliation, but we can get something done with 51 votes with this shot at the uh, Obamacare. And I keep asking myself, is this worth it? I've heard too many learned uh, senators and uh, colleagues within the Congress come forward and say, uh, it's because they, the, the media keeps painting it as the right wing who's, who's against this and the extreme left wing is, who's against this. I'm going to give you the very, very shallow reason what the American, why the American people are not crazy about this, this plan. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit That Speaker Ryan has offered up. It does not ceremonially bring out Obamacare as a stack of paper in front of the Congress and burn it to the ground. I know this is shallow, and I know it's very, very petty, and it's very, very political. But for those of us who really fought for the Republican ticket, for those of us who've been big supporters of the Republican Party for several years now, uh, the one thing we wanted, the one thing that we demanded that, that you do is destroy Obamacare before our eyes. Bring it out and throw it on the trash heap of history. And and more and more and more, I'm getting this. Uh, well, you know, it's kind of sort of maybe. Well, maybe if uh, maybe um um shamalama ding dong, and and then we'll put it. Uh, yeah, this is not working for me at all. This is not panning out for me in any way, shape, or form. I'm not liking it. And somebody said over the weekend, I'm going to ask the callers. That'll be the first point in question today. Do you feel like you got threatened by? Uh, Speaker Ryan, and you feel like you got threatened by the Republicans who said, this is the one we have to pass. This is the one we have to deal with. I'm not asking for a civil war. I'm not asking for a fight that we don't need to have in public. But I am asking, do you really need to get this done now? Do you really need to participate in this process now in this way? Because... If we don't have the fight now, what do you think is going to happen down the line uh, yet less than a year and a half from now? And I had a lot of anger over this. I had And, and folks who've been trying to do their best to pay attention to the details, to uh, plugging into how the sausage is made in the background in the House of Representatives and and the uh, what the administration is attempting to do negotiation-wise. And it's been suggested over the weekend that uh, President Trump is going to travel the country, a similar barnstorming 
uh, movement uh, as uh, President Obama did. But if you notice, there was a whole lot more time and a whole lot more uh, um, uh, debate, believe it or not, even though it was shoved down our throats uh, when the actual uh, legislative process kicked in, it was shoved down our throats. Why does this have to happen now? And you keep saying to me, reconciliation, we only need the 51 votes and we could do A, B, C, and D. Then there's the budgetary and then there is the uh, bureaucratic and the Secretary of uh, Health and Human Services can come out, you know, uh, and it's just Mr. Dr. Price is who was now the secretary. Uh, he, we have a lot of great ideas. I heard a couple of talking heads for the Trump administration come out, and I was not satisfied by the end of the weekend. Uh, is it uh, unfair? Is, is it heavy-handed? Is it uh, not being willing to learn what the process is? No, I don't think so. Because we sent a bill 15 months ago to the desk of President Barack Obama. We sent a bill to the desk that destroyed, decimated, ripped apart, and threw on the trash heap of history was the repeal of Obamacare that we sent 15 months ago. And is it unreasonable for members of the House of Representatives and the U.S. Senate to come forward and say, this is a bad idea, what the hell are you doing? This is a bad, Why can't we attach this bill that we sent to President Obama 15 months ago and uh, again, I'm willing to hear the opposing point of view. I'm not condemning anybody yet. But let me take Chico before the uh, first uh, break of the top of the hour. Chico, welcome. You're on the Dan Connery Show. Happy Monday. Where am I going wrong, pal? You've been more level-headed on this than I have, so have at it. Well, one of the things that, that works for the Democrats is, is a, a technique called nose of the camel. Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. Well, it comes from an old story where a camel wants to get into a tent, and he, he offers first his nose, and then he sneaks the rest of himself in a little bit at a time. Right. And they do the same thing when they want firearms. They'll turn around and they'll say, well, we want uh, the bird cages and the big magazine clips off the ARs, but you can keep the rifles. And then next year, yeah. more legislation comes. Mm-hmm. Right. If you go in there with an all-or-nothing plan, you're going to wind up with nothing because you've irritated both the far left and the far right. The best thing to do is to turn around and do what the liberals always do. They turn around and they pass a piece of legislation to get something down on paper. Then they turn around and they say, you know, it didn't work quite right. Let's tweak it. And then you slide another bill underneath that one. Then next year, well, it's still not right. And then you slide another one underneath it. And then what happens is is that sooner or later over time, you will have dismantled um, Obamacare and no one has noticed it. Chico, I appreciate the call today. Happy Monday, pal. We're out of time for this segment. Uh, I get your point, and I'll comment on that when we get back after top of the hour news. That's the one and only show. People taking your calls at 321-1310, toll-free 877-235-1310. Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310, WIBA. Now more blue-collar common sense with Dan Connery on 1310 WIBA. Let me offer my first St. Patrick's Day admonishment, warning, and plea to the listening audience. Please do not attempt the Irish brogue as you get closer to parade time. It's all I ask. It's not much. I speak for uh, many uh, first-generation Irish folks to the country, and I'm speaking for my mother's McSherry uh, clan. That is, uh, yeah, uh, they weren't offended. They were just more mystified at people attempting to do an Irish brogue. 
And uh, they were just uh, and Sean, why is it that that happens every St. Patrick's Day? We get a little bit closer. The river down in Chicago is now green, so you know it's a great starting point. And um, I love the celebration. Love St. Patrick's Day because I I was a member of the NYPD pipe band. Great privilege, even. Um, you know, uh, Sean, I don't, have you ever heard of the Chicago Southside Parade? No, I've never. All heard right, of it. it's uh, it, it was the great alternative to the big parade downtown Chicago. And the Southside Parade was more neighborhoodish, a lot of fun, and uh, uh, just a, 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 at first it was a family affair. Then it became a drunk fest. Then it became something you know, uh, uh, people's lawns were turning uh, yellow and then dying. I'll leave it at that. And uh, it just uh, really became an out of control event. But I heard, I, I think it might have been my buddy Bill a couple of years ago. I think the Southside Parade is back, which is good news. And it was it was really more of a supposed to be a family. Uh, type of parade and and more people more fun and and uh, because the, the the big parades in chicago and new york can be formal in boston and in providence they can be a little bit more fo- uh, formal and uh but savannah georgia is a great parade as well i've been to that as well but uh <clears throat> i let me say this now do not attempt to do the irish broke i'd be very very annoyed if you attempt this because it's a, it's it's a lovely lilt it's a very it's a very lovely way to be able to speak if you can do it but if you can't do it Please don't attempt it because it brings it brings great pain to my Cal friends. And um, now Sean admits he 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 doesn't do accents. He can't do accents. So good for Sean. And I'm very very happy about that. And uh, we got a, a couple of calls standing by here. Um, three two one thirteen ten. Three two one thirteen ten. Toll free eight seven seven two three five thirteen ten. Let me go to uh, Dave from Gurney, and I'm going to uh, try to. Uh, uh, raise the the point of I know I don't know every aspect of how the sausage is made, but I do believe there could be a little bit more integrity in this approach uh, with this health care bill. And uh, if you attach something that formally destroys uh, Obamacare, and, and again the uh, the House Freedom Caucus uh, 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 has suggested this a couple of just attach that, just kill the bill and put it two years uh, ahead of time. So the official death of Obamacare comes two years from now, and at the same time, you can legislate uh, prior to its uh, death, and you can repeal and replace it. Then, then. I just want a more definitive. It's shallow. I understand this, but I want a definitive. See that? Yeah. See that? See your legacy there? That's gone now, because that bill was perpetrated against us. That bill was done to us. It wasn't for us. It was done to us. Uh, we have to uh, pass the bill to find out what's inside the bill. Uh, let's go to uh, Dave from uh, Gurney online. Well, hey, Dave, how you doing, pal? Appreciate it. Happy Monday. Hey, happy Monday, Dan. I would suggest to people that want to do the Irish Brogue, instead of doing the Irish Brogue, just uh, keep some Guinness with you. Drink a Guinness. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah, but the more, Guinness you, the more Guinness you do, you really think you could do the Irish Brogue. That's the problem. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you, you drink yourself <laughs> into delusion, Irish delusion. Hey, um, you know, simply put, and, and it's, we're, you and I are saying the same thing, it, but simply put, it's like this. We want health care out of the, the auspices of government. We don't want yes. government to have anything to do with something that can be solved in the free market of what America was founded on. Get it out of the claws of government. Because here was my point to Sean, what Chico said before the top of the hour. Yeah, little by little, you can, you can kind of take it away because you're afraid that you're not going to get all the votes, um, you know, by just dumping it. But as little by little as you take it away, the, the liberals get back in. Little by they little, the they can add thing. back to it. And look at it like a tax. 
This is our only time when we can get rid of a tax that everybody really doesn't like. And you know what they say, once you institute a tax, you can never get rid of it. Well, we could get rid of it. We could get rid of it. And then we could let it be be set up in, in the private sector with, with maybe some re- added regulation, which I even hate to right. say that, regulation from the federal government as oversight, you know, and then, and, but, but this way, it just stays within the clause of government, and you know how it goes. It's just like the EPA. When the EPA was founded back in, uh, under Nixon, he, they never thought it was going to grow to the monster it is today. Well, right. It will become what the EPA is. That's that's the perfect example. Dave, you know, would you would you challenge me if I said the progressive have the progressive have already won on this issue? They've already won today yeah. because we're well, having the debate of how well, maybe we'll have a little less government. We'll have a little and, less of a. Go ahead. Here's here's the way to look at it. Remember before Obama got elected, and you know, yeah, everybody who was going to vote for Obama. You know, he put that along with one of the reasons why you need to vote for him. You're going to get free health care. Okay, but you remember how for years and years everybody just said, no, you do not put health care in the clause of the government. Well, look, now we've accepted that it's in the clause of the government. This is called that incremental move. You know, they make two steps forward, but then they got to take one back. But even though you make that, you make that change, you're still having it in the, the clause of the government. So they did yep. achieve what they wanted. Now they got us talking about, oh, yeah, well, now it's okay to have it in the auspices of the government, but we just need to tweak it. That's the problem you're having. That's the problem I'm having. Because yeah. we accepted it when Obama got elected, where we changed the way we think about it. Now we're, we're compromising and accepting the fact that we're letting the government take care of it. Where it never should have been there in the first place. Here's my dream moment. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Dave, and I think you just hit the ball out of the park. Um, to me, uh, I think if President Trump walked in to the White House and then turned around the following dead and said, listen, uh, the following day, I'm sitting here talking to you, and I'm going to ask for one thing. And when I say you, I mean every major insurance company in the land. I want you to offer me a price. It's going to be a competition. It's going to be a bidding war. We're going to turn this into true capitalism. I want you to offer me what you think is the best commercial idea for health insurance in the United States, and an idea that includes, uh, and I hate to even give this, give them this one, your kid, kid can stay on until he's 26. You could sell it across state lines. 
and uh, pre-existing <laughs> conditions have to be included. Those three have to be included, and and the best uh, the best plan will be obviously the the winning bid, and the winning bid is obviously going to be the most uh, commercial offering of healthcare in the history of mankind, and everybody will be happy. The government didn't have to do any of the work, and we'll come up with reasonable regulation on top of that. Uh, that uh, that and again, I th- I still think it's giving too Dan, much. The twenty. Go ahead. This is the exact same thing that happened in the uh, in the mortgage market and how yes. they won in two thousand eight. Anyway, the only reason that that um, all the banks were failing is because they were passed on by law through the Clinton administration and Janet Reno. If they did not give mortgages to people that could not afford them. This is the intervention of government, and they put those laws in, into effect where, where banks were forced to give mortgages to people that yep. could not afford to pay them off. So when they got passed on to the next person, they passed on to the next person. Well, that's, that technically is the growth of government and the cancer right. of government and the effects of government. And then eventually it became the big thing that was the big bailout. Well, that was the... That, that by design was designed so that they could push through the the thinking that the the government's going to come in and save the day with a bailout and then along with that is how they were able to sell obamacare that we can also save health care at the same time as we're going to save the banks and they never should have done that to the banks they should have let the banks fail and let the pieces just assemble under the growth of capitalism and the free market system. You're talking crazy talk, Dave. Come on. I know, I am. I am. But that's the frustration, Dan. And and you know what? It's almost to the point where we can't even talk about it anymore because it's not going to happen. We're, dra- the- we're dracon, but we're draconian for suggesting to let the free market handle it because with the free market, the dreaded words, there's winners and there's losers in we're, the free market. We are standing up for for freedom. We are standing up for the power of the individual. Listen conservative to principles. Conservative to principles. You know, one of, one of the liberal heroes is to Henry David Thoreau. You know, Walden yep. Pond. Yep. You know, yep. one of the first one of the one of the first paragraphs mm-hmm. of writing Walden is when he's talking about the overreach of government. You know that that we should not have government tell us what to do. Well, any liberal who's listening, you know, if you voted for Obama and wanted Obamacare, and you think Henry David Thoreau is such a big hero. You know, why did he say that he never wanted the auspices of government? Why do you think he wrote, you know, about uh, the right to be able to have, um, to have, um, be able to argue against government? And I forget what his his piece was. But in in Walden, in the first couple paragraphs, he says that the government has overreached. And that's why he was going out into the woods to live on his own. I will let you tell the listeners what FDR opinion was of of, uh, government uh, unions. Uh, he, he, he thought, well, you, you can't have government unions because, no. insanity. because ultimately, ultimate, ultimately, you have nobody standing up for the taxpayer. Exactly. And that's when you have the overrun of government. Now, look, today, we got a bloated federal government in the Washington, D.C. area. I've said this all the way, running up to this election. If we could bring down the property value, 
in the whole Washington, D.C. area, that would be a success because that means people were losing their jobs in the federal you would have, government. You would, ha- you would have covered wagons pulling out of Washington, D.C., heading back to uh, their districts, and, uh, and the lobbyists and several other uh, political uh, machines would be uh, die on the vine by, by osmosis, and yep. that's a good thing. Uh, Dave, great call. Appreciate your time today, pal. Have a great week. 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. It's getting uh, late past the uh, break here. Uh, Do you feel like you were threatened by Speaker Ryan last week? Uh, This is the strongest language I used in regard to Speaker Ryan and some of the talking heads out there that are suggesting this is our only chance, this is our only opportunity, and this is the only way to do it. Uh, I'll play ball, but this is uh, uh, too many learned minds uh, regarding the making of the sausage have come out and said, we don't have to do it this way. Slow it down. Do it right. Uh, because it, uh, it, this bill will not see the light of day in the Senate, will not pass in the Senate. That's just clear. And you better reach across the aisle to me and conservatives before this thing keeps moving. Uh, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Dan Connery Show, that's Sean Preble, News Talk 1310, WIBA. This is the Dan Connery Show. Join the conversation at 321-1310, toll-free at 1-877-235-1310, or hit him up on Facebook and Twitter. Senator uh, Cotton suggesting over the weekend if uh, this bill is passed as such, um, the Republicans can say goodbye to the momentum. The Republicans uh, might even be in uh, a position to lose a dramatic amount of seats. I won't go that far. I, I will not say the uh, uh, the bill is going to uh, cause that level of damage, but it'll be enough, and it might start swinging the pendulum back. That's what I don't want. And uh, you take a little thing, and I, I the day after the election, Dan Comrie came out and said, "Stand by for this one," and I mentioned this one a few times. The U.S. attorneys. I said this is it was a game with uh, George W. Bush, and now it's a game with uh, Donald Trump. When Barack Obama wins, yep, just put in your papers. Uh, thanks for the resignation. Godspeed. Good luck. Elections have consequences, and do not be a, a, a he biatch and uh, and stand there and just soil yourself. Sit there and shake and fall to the ground, and you turn into one of the classic Hillary supporters, and you soil yourself out in public. And I knew this was going to happen, and I I warned the administration. I actually said, watch the U.S. attorney stuff. It's going to pop up. They're going to use it like they did against George W. Bush. George W. Bush made the mistake of actually said to themselves, hey, listen, uh, you know, uh, if you're professionals and, you, you know, you're doing a great job, I'm not there to blow anybody out of the water. First thing Barack Obama did, see y'all. See you later. Bye-bye. And everybody got it. Okay, see, and, and uh, the vast majority of, in fact, all of them, I think, to a man and woman, uh, they offered their resignations. The uh, the George W. Bush appointees offered them immediately and said, well, we get it. You know, it's the end of the road, nice run. And this contrived, built, developed uh, controversy, quote-unquote, New York Times, I mean, just uh, once again proves uh, what a, uh, they're an arm of the Democrat Communist Party. Now, that's all they are, like uh, every other party. Well, this uh, Pete Barrara from the, the Southern District of New York, that was very, very controversial because he he said uh, 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 that Trump offered him the, the position. 
Pete Barara came downstairs from in Trump Tower, came to the camera and said, well, we talked and, uh, I, you know, I might consider staying on. This is when you know you're dealing with an egomaniac, by the way. And a lot of people want this guy, Pete Barara, to run for uh, mayor in New, uh, New York City to get rid of de Blasio because he's a far cry better, uh, uh, a little less uh, Democrat communist than the full-blown commie of uh, de Blasio. And so all these controversies are going to pop up. If if we breathe the wrong way during the Trump administration, there will be a news story the following day at every major daily. Oh, my God, what's happening? Uh, get on the pole of stimulation. Rub, it, rub yourself. Oh, now cry, cry. Okay, now send out uh, smoke signals. They're very, very bad. They're terrible people. How dare anybody in a uh, appointed political position come out and say, I, I might consider staying on with the Trump administration. Go back to academia, chump. How's about that? Uh, and this is uh, the vast majority of Barack's uh, team, academia. Nobody really did it. Nobody really was uh, very successful. And when you bring successful people in, if you bring successful bankers and Wall Street people in to maybe deal with certain aspects of the economy and financial development, growth, well, there's so many bankers, and well, what's going on is terrible. I'm so frightened. What are you frightened of? And then, once again, Trump won with just, what do you want me to bring in, losers? You want me to bring in chumps who can't do it? You want me to bring in a bunch of academic womps? They were sitting in the hot tub. Unbelievable. Let's go to uh, Jeff on line one regarding uh, Senator Cotton. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? You're on the Dan Connery Show. Uh, great. Good, good hearing from you, Dan. Okay, so here's my take. Uh, Cotton's got this right. Uh, the GOP establishment thinks that, oh, great, we, we jumped on board the Trump train, we've won, now we've co-opted it, we can go back to the old playbook. They seem to have forgotten what the us deplorables out here have done. And if they think for one second that we're going to forget and let them backslide, they're going to get a bloodbath in 2018 because I'm going to do everything I can for Paul Nalen, Nellen to unseat Ryan because I well, am sick of that clown. Well, Jeff, I appreciate the call today. Thanks for your time, pal. 321-1310, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. If, if this bill is passed as such, and uh, and if we're still left with the feel, again, I, I have a lot of friends of mine saying, Dan, slow down. There's a reason why we're doing it this way. Reconciliation. I understand that game. But the language, uh, as, as according to the Trump administration, according to many, that th this uh, bill is going to get scored by several committees. I was going to get marked up by several committees, and the CBO score is going to come out. Now, we all know, nod, nod, wink, wink, what the CBO is about. Uh, I forget the uh, name of the bureau who prints the Blue Book here in Wisconsin. Uh, but did anybody not notice when the Blue Book, and the Blue Book is uh, the names, addresses, and uh, contacts for all the members of the uh, legislature in, in Madison, for all the representatives and uh, senators. Anybody notice what, how, what that book was about uh, in, what was it, 2011? Now, this is supposed to be a nonpartisan printing or, uh, uh, group here in Madison. Dude, just put out the book. It's going to be the, their artwork. Does anybody remember the artwork in the blue book? I think it was uh, 2011 or 2012. <laughs> it's for the worker. That's that's what it was about. That's the so let's let's stop the nod nod. Wisconsin Legislative Reference Bureau. Thank you, Sean Prable. You're the best. They're a fun bunch too. 
Yes. Are they, are they fun? <laughs> have you party with them? They throw, they throw down at the legislature. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, uh, why reference do deal. they ever? <laughs> Party on. <laughs> Party on, Wayne. Party on. And, uh, and Sean, I don't know if I, I'm sure you got your blue book every year. And, uh, and it was, I think, in 2011 or 2012, it was the, the, all the artwork was for the worker, the Wisconsin worker. And you, what you saw was, uh, uh, old Soviet style artwork within that book. Like, oh, uh, the worker, uh, we've been doing this for so long. That was the, I always hated that argument during, uh, Act 10. But we've had this for a long time. Okay. Finish the sentence. All right, what's the what? Uh, is that all you're telling me? Uh, but it's been here for a long time. So is Jim Crow. That we kind of needed to change that, didn't we? Mother of God, I'm just. I wish somebody would try to have a serious conversation. And if you look at the atmosphere, if you look at the ethos, and you're watching the Sunday shows, and you're reading all the major dailies online, it's just incredible how a simple act of, hey, U.S. attorneys, you're all wrapped up now. Pack it in. See ya. No, uh, when Donald Trump comes in or when George W. Bush comes this is so, so draconian. This could have been handled a lot better. All right, explain to me. How could it have been handled a lot better? You're leaving now. Be arch. That's how it works. Be arch. Why, Dan, why are you licking the back of your hand? Because when I smack you across the face, it's a lot louder. Everybody else can hear it. You are, uh, you are professional agitators. And you look at the uh, the treasonous activity taking place in uh, the uh, the halls of uh, federal agencies. You look at the, uh, at the fact that President Trump has made phone calls to a couple of world leaders, and within a day, uh, transcripts of those phone calls are being released. Is anybody not concerned about this? Then, when we have the opportunity, when we have the political uh, capital to uh, to send a bill to uh, the the House and the Senate to get it done. And, and again, the reconciliation argument, we, we could do it with 51. All right, put some better crap in there, and I'll, and I'll go along with you. It's just, uh, and, you know, Jeff uh, was very, very clear in his previous phone call and obviously got to sneak his guy's name in there. And uh, I'd go with a different candidate, by the way, Jeff. It's, uh, it's you know, How many times can you fail? Uh, 321 3, 321-1310, 3, 3, 10, 10, 10, 10. Um Sean, I'm going to ask you, again, you're a sign line guy. You don't disagree. Uh, I'm sorry, you do disagree with a lot of what I uh, think politically. You and I would probably never vote for the same candidate. I know where you stand, and I totally respect the fact that you like nobody on either side of the aisle right now, and I, and I kind of love that. I or, I already see, and this will be the, for the listeners as well, I already see the pendulum starting to swing back after this victory where we have uh, the House, the Senate, and the White House 
and uh, potentially uh, a very, very soon uh, Supreme Court nominee that's going to uh, certainly be more conservative. Uh, I, I don't see uh, the Republicans managing victory very well, Sean. Is, is that an outrageous statement on my uh, part? N- no, I, I think you're right on. I don't think they've done a particular, and especially with, a mentioned health care is kind of what we've been talking about this morning. This is something that it should have been years in the making, and it shows right now there's a lot of chaos and a lot of disagreement. Now, one of the one of the things to think about is since it's been years in the making, there are a variety of different opinions and maybe different thoughts of how to execute this. That may be causing problems with it as well. Now, here's where you got to compliment the Democrats, because I, I was of the opinion just a few weeks ago, if you offer something to the U.S. Senate and the House of Representatives right now, you're going to get some Democrats to sign on because they're very, very vulnerable seats coming up in 2018. And the Republicans are now afraid to make a move. They're afraid to do anything uh, with uh, with courage and conviction. They're acting like we won't get one Democrat. How's about you sit down and talk to them uh, and uh, make the sausage with them in the background. The news doesn't have to hear about it. Um, again, it's just, is it me or the Republicans still acting like losers after we won? 321-1310, toll-free 877-235-1310. That's the one and only Sean Preble taking your calls. I'm Dan Connery, News Talk 1310, WIBA. Put those ideas in your head. Now more blue-collar common sense with Dan Conry on 1310 WIBA. I think we have uh, figured out what the problem is. The Republicans are afraid of success. The Republicans are afraid to deal with uh, what has been handed to them, a mandate that has been handed to them by the American people. And... And let me read this from Ann listening on iHeartRadio in the Twin Cities. Uh, do you think it's possible for the administration, having uh, taken office, have realized that with the current makeup of the Congress, they would never have uh, gotten a straight repeal and replace bill passed, and they are doing it in stages? Well, that's what they're suggesting that they are doing. And uh, she follows up with that uh, they are frightened of GOP success. Um I really believe that we have the upper hand right now. I believe that the Democrats should be worried about 2018, not the Republicans. I'm not saying don't play smart politics. Uh, but the making of the sausage, and, it, and I had a caller over the weekend uh, on the Milwaukee show who literally said, I, I feel like I got threatened by the Republicans on Thursday and Friday uh, with some of their statements uh, coming out of um, uh, the House and the Senate. Uh, this the way we have to do it. This the way it has to be. And and Donald Trump, I I don't think uh, Donald Trump uh, really knows all the details. Um, but he's allegedly he's going to go on a barnstorming tour and uh, campaign for the bill uh, very very ag- aggressively. Uh, I, I'm not calling uh, for an insurrection, but there's a lot of very angry Republicans out there. There's a lot of very angry conservatives out there, and it seems like. Uh, there's a disconnect between the real politic that takes place on the hill and when you go back to your districts it's it's frightening <clears throat> um got a, a post here from um brendan here on facebook and if you want to give us a call today feel free to do that uh, 
I mean, are you are you of the opinion, you know, just get it over with, do what they want to do, and we'll see what happens, and it will turn out to be Obamacare light, and will and uh, President Obama will get the uh, the victory because it'll turn out to be Obamacare light, and he maybe he'll move out of Washington D.C. Maybe that's what the GOP is hoping for. I don't know. Um, there is to me there is a lack of uh, critical thinking taking place here. Um, let's go, Brendan's. Uh, a post here on Facebook. It all comes down to what you uh, can pass through budgetary reconciliation. Okay, I get that process. I, I refer to it as the making of the sausage. And I get the process of sitting down and actually reading the uh, the hundred and some odd page document. Get that. Vicki McKenna was probably the one who got the most deepest into that document. My head turned into a you know newborn baby head, and I'm just you know, I keep going back and forth, and I, I just can't pay that close attention. It, it's but but there are priorities and there are principles here and there are there are things that need to be done uh, and there's a message that needs to be sent with this piece of legislation um, and if it if it's not the uh, the metaphoric burning of Obamacare uh, that should be a very high priority there and um, I, I maybe it's just me let me read this. Um, it all comes down to what you can pass through re- reconciliation. Uh, there are limits. Glenn Grothman uh, could give you the first, uh, the list, uh, uh, passionately give you the uh, list of uh, uh, frustrating things that they can put in because even with the uh, Manchurian uh, candidate and uh, Tesla, uh, all right, uh, uh, going off the rails here, it's infuriating. Uh, Trump, um, Though Ryan is right, the uh, the painful uh, process that the mainstream media is covering in excruciating detail on the right uh, caused that they're the only ones actually uh, uh, taking policy. All right, three two one thirteen ten, three two one thirteen ten, toll free eight seven seven two three five thirteen ten. Listen, I'm not trying to uh, cause an insurrection here. You've heard me say uh, day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year that I support. Uh, 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 Paul Ryan. There's a lot of people angry with him right now, and I certainly want to be able to hang my hat on something when I am supporting somebody, and I am supporting Paul Ryan. <clears throat> um, I, I'm just I'm concerned. I, I, politically, I'm concerned for the sheer fact that the GOP, once again, is not acting like winners. They seem like they're afraid of something, and I don't know what the hell it is. Um, I don't know how much anger you had to see on the streets of America. I don't know how uh, much frustration you had to hear from Americans uh, during the political campaign, during the presidential campaign. When I said every time you saw a thug punch thrown during the campaign, what did Dan Connery say? 100,000 votes for Donald Trump. Every time you saw a piece of property broke by a, a, a Hillary supporter and a, a DOP a communist member uh, destroy something, I said another 5,000 votes for Donald Trump. Every time a lady was hit or punched in the face, that was a couple of hundred thousand votes for Donald Trump. You heard the uh, language prior to the election. You heard the candidate. You heard Mr. Trump repeal and replace this disaster. And, and guess what? Uh, the American people want that ceremony in front of uh, They want that piece of garbage burned in front of the, uh, uh, the Capitol. That piece of communist uh, writing, that manifesto that was health care. The Affordable Care Act. You got to be kidding me! And the pathological, pathological line that we that the media accepted, and that America said, "Hey, you'll keep your doc. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome." And what are we Republicans doing with it? Are we starting to give it away? Why don't we like to stay in power? Why don't we like to uh, maintain uh, the majority for a lengthy amount of time? 
Why don't we want to accomplish what the Democrat the Democrat Party did for 40 years with the House of Representatives? Didn't lose the majority once in 40 years until the 1990s. Why can't we do that? Why can't the Republicans think big like this? We win, you lose. And for election after election after election, presidentially, we said, you know what? The moderate, the, let's put in the moderate guy, the John McCain, ah, you Mitt Romney. They'll go along. They'll reach across the aisle. Shemalama ding dong. They'll, they'll, they'll shake hands. Uh, they won't say any words that offend anybody, and they'll just be really nice. And uh, if we get too intense and you start to soil yourself, we'll surrender some more to you. We literally have the throat of the Democrat Party in our hands. Uh, I mean, it's in our hands right now, their throat, and you just squeeze a little bit more, and, and they're done for a long time. We potentially can knock them off their foundation for a, for a 40-year run easily. And we, and we don't behave like winners anymore. I just, uh, for the life of me, I don't get it. 321-1310, toll free, 877-235-1310. And the last thing I'll say about this, for this segment, is it, we've, we've allowed things to become such monstrosities, to become so complex, so the representatives and the senators can come out and say, well, it's a very complex issue. Why is it complex? Let me give you a micro uh, vision of what the world should be. When, every time I would make an arrest when I was on the NYPD, oh, every other year there would be about another two or three pieces of paper added to that arrest. Or every time you did a stop, question, and frisk, and you, and you spoke to somebody, the novel that... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You had to write became longer, longer, and longer. Oh, where do you live? What's your race? Why is this? Why did I harass you? Why do you? And uh, you know, let me give you my boss's phone number so you can complain about me. It just, and again, it, it became a, like a three-inch pile of paper that you had to fill out when you made an arrest. And we finally got somebody, a, a rational human being who came to the legal bureau of the NYPD and said, this is insanity. You're creating more discovery. You're creating more uh, um, uh, material that you have to deliver to court down the road. You're creating more opportunities to make a stupid mistake. And what could be an innocent mistake it could be des described as nefarious. Let's get rid of some of the paperwork. And it's time to start blowing things up now. We, we voted for the guy who was supposed to knock tables over, throw chairs through windows, smack a few people around and get it done. Now all of a sudden, let's get along. Can't we just get along? I don't want to get along. 321-1310, toll free 877-235-1310. This is the Dan Conry Show. That's the one and only Sean Preble taking your calls. It is 46 past the hour. News Talk 1310 WIBA. Blue-collar common sense with Dan Connery on 1310 WIBA. Is it me, Prebo? You hear music like this? And it goes to the stereotype of the Irish. So, uh, finally, a song like this, you just feel like having a fight, don't you? Yeah, uh, having a drink and getting a little fist fight. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, just, just all right. I need to take a beating today. I haven't knocked around in a while. <laughs> I'll do that uh, straight out of hand. And uh, again, uh, the admonishment. Um, uh, please don't attempt the uh, Sean. Why am I even bothering? <laughs> because you know, you know, three or four beers in. Hey, yeah, yes. tell me the morning to you. It's gonna be yeah, yeah. Happy senior. It would be Cora. <laughs> please make it stop. <laughs> and uh, yeah, my. Uh, like my buddy John down in Janesville, Scottish John, as I like to call him, he puts up with my. Uh, people don't realize I don't do a very good uh, Scott broke. Uh, my nana would, uh, you know, she she would compliment my attempt because it was better than most. Uh, but if you really hung out with uh, Scott folks, and and I've done that, I've uh, been to the Renton in uh, Scotland, and it's great, like you know, you know, you're a great man, you know, you're a wee man, but you're definitely no great. I like, which is means uh, Sean, you're not a great man, you're not completely pathetic. But um, you're not great either. You know, you just you're the definition of mediocrity, and uh, not meaning you, Sean. Just the definition of the phrase. I didn't mean to bring that up. And <laughs> I didn't mean to say that like that. that was, I understand that was where you're coming from. Right. That's great. It's my Celt, uh, my Celt anger that makes me just lash out at people for no reason. <laughs> and uh, I, I, you know what? Uh, I'm going to put this subject to, to bed. I'm going to put it to rest. And once again, I believe the word complicated has created a new political ethos. And I think mission accomplished for the people who decided to write legislation to become literal novels uh, by, the time, by the time they're done writing these pieces of uh, legislation and writing law today. And uh, it doesn't make me uh, go on a lawyer-bashing uh, spree here, but, Sean, why is everything so complicated today? Why is everything so nuanced today? And the world of CYA has turned into the world of let's take over the country by legislation. Let's take over the country uh, by by legal ease and by regulation that the, the American, uh, the average American uh, Joe and Jane out there really can't understand and can't get. And this is why you've heard surreptitious recordings of Washington lawyers say, you know, it's really us who run the country. And, uh, Sean, I, I, I throw my flag every time they say to me the word complicated. It doesn't have to be complicated. What happened to simplicity? What happened to common sense, people? You tell me. I, and the, I think the problem is they're trying to, to find some kind of middle ground. It's rather than saying all in, which is complete single-payer government health care, or all right. out, which is let the free market. They're trying to do this. Oh, we're going to have a little of this here and a little bit of that there. And it makes it overly complicated. And it, it's so it's so unpure, I think, by what they're trying to do that – I don't know that it that it makes people happy either way. I think they've got to either go, all right, this is a free market product. It is a product. It is not a right. Yeah. It is something that you can either afford or you're going to have to deal with what, uh, what's available through charitable means. Do it that way or say, okay, as a taxpayer, all taxpayers pay into this pool. All taxpayers are, are able to make use or non-taxpayers for that matter make use of this pool right. of money and we're going to we're going to do it single payer the government the people and, and, and i it. knew i knew last last night i i watched the uh, chris wallace show uh two and a half times yesterday just for my own head um and it dawned on me as i watched it the last time i guess the, the last one was around uh old two o'clock this morning and I, i'm just sitting there watching it again i'm saying to myself uh if wallace has already reached this level of questioning and what he kept, what he, what he was doing, uh, was, uh, talking, interviewing Mr. Cohn, who is, uh, Mr. Trump's, uh, financial, uh, guy in the White House. Uh, he said, but what about the Medicare expansion? And it, that's when the light went off last night. And I says, you know, I'm, I'm saying it's, 
once you hand it them, it, once you hand the drug addict a few decks of heroin, uh, you know they're going to come back. You know that if, if you hand the crackhead a few vials of crack, they're going to come back. And Social Security, well, again, you, you tell me, uh, many uh, folks from that era today uh, truly believe Social Security. There was no way it was going to live as long as they did. Uh, new immigrants to the United States who left socialism uh, for the sake of capitalism and for the opportunity of capitalism, when they saw social, they, you know, they secretly hide their money. It's like, ah, this capital, uh, this social security thing. Yeah, that's not good. It doesn't make any sense. And you just it, 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 when you hear Chris Wallace say, but what about the Medicare expansion? You know, I mean, what are you going to do with it? Uh, millions of Americans are going to be uninsured. Millions of oh, the suffering. Oh, the woe is me. I wish people, you know, and, and uh, again, um, Sean Peebles' head explode whenever I bring up uh, this book, Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand, uh, which is, you know, it kind of burns his fingers when he attempts to read it, and I understand. <laughs> I understand. But if you really knew Ayn Rand, who was a very, very interesting lady, who was a, uh, a, a Soviet uh, immigrant, uh, she was a Darwinian, man. She was like, uh, if you cannot afford to feed yourself, you go out the street and you die. This, is, uh, this makes sense to me. Look, to go to my buddy John from Janesville. Who's been kind enough to call him? Hey, John, I never thanked you for putting up with my uh, my poor Scottish brogue, and I thank you for that. I know, I know. It's, it's an accident waiting to happen. I know. Hey, it's, uh, it's the always reason a train I called you for, you know, uh, I'm going to wish you a happy uh, St. Patrick's Day early. You know, you know, St. Patrick was born in Scotland. I told you that. Yes, before. he was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, okay. you have told me that. I was reading a little bit of this Pelosi. We got a word for her in Scotland: headbanger. <laughs> A headbanger, I like that. Yeah, she's a headbanger because <laughs> you've got to pass this to twenty-five, what, twenty-five hundred pages before you know what's in. At least Paul Ryan is trying to explain what you're going to get. They didn't do That's that. True. That's true. Uh, you got I mean, to pass again, it before you can read it. A headbanger <laughs> from way back. Um, so how are you doing? John, we do it for, you, for are, Patrick's Day. You know what? That's amateur hour for me, John. I like to uh, stay indoors and, and hide out. It's uh, you laugh because you know it's true. All the you know all these uh, you know wild. They, they think they're going to get drunk, but they're all whacked by like uh, six thirty at night. And, you going uh, to dress up as a leprechaun? Yeah, my God! Yeah, of course, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put on the uh, Cuthbert's and Tartan that day and offend my Irish friends. That's what I'm gonna yeah, do. Okay, have a good one. I, you know what I'm making uh, now? I'm making a Scottish but, breakfast. Bacon and eggs and sausage, and I've got a couple of little homemade biscuits in the oven. Oh, that's great, lad! And, and I, 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 I go to Century and I get these big jumbo eggs, and there's a lot of double yorkers, so that's a good buy for a Scotsman. <laughs> and it's a perfect <laughs> and it's a perfect seal for your arteries, John. Well done, my friend. Take care, bud. Take care, John. Have a good day. Thank you for the uh, the kind wishes and. Uh, that's right. Uh, John knows my pain, and uh, it's my doing the brogue accent is, a, is an accident waiting to happen. we got to take a break. Top of the hour break coming up next. Fox News, that's the one and only show on Preble. It's complicated, everybody. No sense talking about it. Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310, WIBA. John's a great man. He's no we. He's great. I'm a, I do a terrible brogue, but he put himself with it. He's a good man. Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310, WIBA.
This is the Dan Connery Show. Blue collar common sense. Common sense solutions. That's where we have to go if we're going to save our state and save our country. Join the conversation at 321-1310. Toll free at 1-877-235-1310. We, as Americans, have the capacity now, as we've had in the past, to do whatever needs to be done to preserve this last and greatest bastion of freedom. Or hit him up on Facebook and Twitter. Common sense has become an uncommon commodity. Now, Dan Connery on 1310 WIBA. Good morning, Madison. Good morning, Wisconsin. Good morning, America. Especially if you're listening on iHeartRadio, we sure do appreciate that. When I say we, I mean Sean Preble, who's guiding this ship, keeping us right, keeping us true, keeping me out of trouble. And, uh, Sean, we... um, we got some music coming to town. We got uh, uh, somebody who's coming in. A lot of people are going to say, uh, once again, the Overture Center has done it again, my friend. They have done it again. Who's coming? They did, and this is literally hot off the press for immediate. Sean Brable has breaking news. Sean? Tell a tight machine going back right. Boz Skaggs coming to Overture Center for the Arts. Boz! Yeah, Boz. Tuesday, June 20th, 2017. Doors at 6.30. Show at 7.30. Tickets go on sale Friday, the 17th at 11 a.m. And you can get the tickets at Overture.org. That's Overture.org. You can also call the box office 258-4141. That's 258-4141. Or stop into the Overture Center box office uh, right there on State Street. But again, just announced, literally hot off the press, headline for immediate release March 13th, 2017 at 10 a.m. Just came out. Boz Skaggs coming to Overture Center uh, in the Capitol Theater. Uh, tickets go on sale this Friday. Uh, I will tell you this. Uh, when I got this little message, I was also told there may be more. So <laughs> as if as if this announcement isn't isn't uh, the biggest thing well, ever, but there may be I, more, too. And I know you got some connections there. I'm not going to, you know, maybe we can get a pair of tickets to give away. Maybe something could happen maybe. nice. We don't know. We don't want to uh, imply anything like that can happen. No. I'm just saying people knows people. That's, that's what I'm saying. People's, uh, people's got a guy. I got a guy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got a guy. Everything's going to be cool. And uh, um, uh, let's see. Uh, the, the big dance is going to be Thursday for the uh, uh, the, the Badgers uh, playing against uh, – who do they have? West Virginia? Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. I'm sorry. And they're going to play in Buffalo. Yes. So let's keep our eye on the weather reality on that on Thursday. And uh, the, uh, the lads from Marquette, uh, they're in as well. I think they're playing – uh, earlier, and they're playing down North Carolina, I believe, right? Sounds right. Yep. Yep. Okay. And uh, so it's uh, plenty to root for. And, Sean, is it safe to say that we're going to lose a lot of our uh, uh, Internet strength and bandwidth and all that good stuff uh, because we got the March Madness coming up? So. Doing their brackets and then streaming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And don't forget yeah. uh, when it comes to uh, the the uh, the brackets and March Madness Big 1070, our sister station, is carrying a bunch of stuff. We'll have, of course, the Badgers right here um, Thursday. Coverage starts at 730. The tip for that game is at 740. You can hear that right here on 1310 WIBA and then all the other March Madness stuff over on the Big 1070. That's the bingo. Uh, (laughs) 321-1310, toll free, 877-235-1310. Sean Preble, thank you for that breaking good news information. And we uh, we need a lot more of that. Uh, it, I, I I just you know I, I hope this all washes uh, uh, out in 
in, in the debate and the uh, uh, the marking up and the scoring is going to come out today from the CBO Congressional Budget Office. I don't think it's going to be very good news for this plan. Allegedly, um, CBA CBO is already throwing out some. It's a little stinky, and uh, I, I I'm just trying to figure out why our Republican friends are setting themselves up for a criticism, a failure. Uh, it's not like there's an election tomorrow or three weeks or four weeks down the road. Uh, it, it, there's no window closing on a, on a uh, let's let's say 30 day debate. And where are all the bills that were ready to go? Uh, I.e., uh, Rand Paul, uh, uh, several other members of Congress. We sent a bill, uh, a, a, a repeal bill, up to uh, the Congress 15 months ago to President Obama's desk. It was vetoed. We knew it would be vetoed. And if you just sent it, and it's more and more proof to me that uh, integrity here is now being called into question when you had a bill sent 15 months ago. Why can't you send that bill again? Why can't you send that bill again? Why are we having this debate? Where were the prepared bills? That health care bill that Nancy Pelosi and company uh, shoved down the throats of the United States that had been getting worked on since Hillary Clinton was uh, had her hands on health care uh, back in the 90s, beginning of Bill Clinton's administration. Uh, why do we not have something ready to go instantly at all times? Preble, integrity. It's integrity, and I want, I'm not seeing it from my team right now, and I, I'm, I'm sure you're basking in the glow of that. I, to be honest, and I really was hopeful that we'd have – to me, my problem with this stuff right now is – is there? It's hard to grasp. Is it's hard to yeah. convey? And I yeah. think for 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 the average American, they want to know what what exactly it is. The difference. I think people who have strong opinions in favor or against this, it has more to do with their strong opinions of the political party and less to do with the actual effectiveness of this of this bill. So I yeah. I, I want I want this stuff fixed. I want some issues. And there are plenty of issues with Obamacare. I want yep. health care in this country to be fixed. Now I tend to think there's a simple way, which is go to a single payer like Canada. But that's not going to happen in my life. I got to go to the doctor. My tummy hurts when you just said that. <laughs> yeah. But I can't afford a doctor. I can't go. It's terrible. Oh, oh, Sean, you you just, you just crossed the Rubicon on me. <laughs> <clears throat> and welcome back, everybody. 321-1310. Toll free 877-235-1310. You know, I shouldn't be so mystified what Sean just said. There is Medicaid, Medicare, uh, Badger Care. Uh, there is stuff out there for folks that in essence, are the single-payer system for the poor, for the elderly, for the disabled. Uh, I believe, commercially, America can accomplish this and, and create a super fund for those people, uh, utilizing the commercial approach. I, I think it can be done. Let's go to our buddy Jeff, who has been very, very patient, calling from the Banana Republic. Hey, Jeff, how you doing, pal? Appreciate your time. Happy Monday to you. Go right ahead. Happy Monday to you. You know, I love. I appreciate your reference to uh, ships and the ships at sea uh, when you open up the session, because this whole fiasco reminds me of the buzzword Carpathian. If yeah, you remember, yeah. that, that was, was a great battle that came that to the battle. aid of the Titanic. And I feel like this is what's happening. The, the, the Obamacare, nobody talks about this, is an incredible time bomb of expenses that is going to explode on our kids and grandkids. It is sinking. And what yeah. we're battling over is the Carpathia showing up saying, okay, should we pick them up uh, lifeboat by lifeboat? Should we go alongside and try and rescue? 
And it's almost like the you know the Republicans are the captain of the Carpathian saying, hey, we don't know what the hell to do. It's sinking. Hey, Jeff, I, you know, I went a little, I, I, forgive me, I went a little further back in time. Didn't the Carpathians have a great battle uh, in the uh, ancient history? Uh, yeah, in Greece, I believe you're right. Yeah, I yeah, I'm sorry. Right. Yep. I, 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 need, I need help. Uh, go right ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go right ahead. But anyway, that was the ship that came to rescue, supposedly, or at least help rescue what was left yeah, of the Titanic. Yeah. No, you're I, right about that, too. That's, that's what we're, that's the, 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 the situation we, the Republicans find themselves in, and they're fighting over this thing. And here is this great ship of state that called Obamacare that is financially sinking, and we're just battling over how do we pick up the survivors. Amazing. Right. Just amazing. Jeff, that is the best analogy I've heard in a great amount of time. Uh, you and Dave have hit the ball out of the park today, and regrettably, you're right. That's the problem. And when you're right about something uh, to that regard, we're doing something wrong. It just seems to me we're doing something wrong, Jeff. And uh, it, um, it didn't courage, didn't didn't Donald Trump prove that they, you know they can he could and in a way he's a moderate. He's certainly not a conservative, Donald Trump. Uh, in fact, I I think there's progressive leanings with him as well. And uh, but the fact is, uh, you know, the big, loud conservative could have walked in and a true conservative could have walked in, had uh, not the same exact approach, but a conservative uh, like Ronald Reagan walked in and said, no, I'm the outsider. Screw you. I'm not going to play your game. And I paid for this microphone. I'm going to use this microphone. Um, there was the outsider who came in and proved that you can govern this country and proved yeah, with the mistakes made, of course, you know, no administration is perfect. But the fact is you can, and again, you, I think that's what the battle is. It's that Washington establishment that is going to deny this man. Well, again, his election is not questioned, but it's going to deny him uh, his ability to govern. Jeff, uh, I'm thoroughly depressed, but I don't want to drink anymore after this weekend. So I, I, I'm going to uh, just stiff upper lip and we'll try to get through this, my friend. Jeff, uh, great call. Appreciate your time today, pal. And uh, 321-1310, toll free, 877-235-1310. You know what? Let's take a break now. we got Anthony. Uh, Anthony, stand by. I want to give you plenty of time. I just want to cut you off uh, in the middle of your point. So stand by. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. And we got a few other calls lined up as well. 321-1310, toll free, 877-235-1310. What are the Republicans afraid of? Why are they afraid to stop, drop, and roll and really uh, come forward with a plan Again, a lot of great talk show hosts here in Wisconsin are, are breaking it down, synthesizing it, and explaining how the sausage is made. Um, I've heard too many learned members of the Senate and uh, the House of Representatives come forward and say, "We don't." And I'm not. I'm not talking about psychos, the alleged right wing psychos. Uh, but when you have these strange bedfellows of liberals in the same bed with you, something's going on, and some courage needs to be uh, called into play here. Uh, Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310 WIBA. We shall return. Turn on that old love light. This is the Dan Connery Show. Join the conversation at 321-1310, toll free at 1-877-235-1310, or hit him up on Facebook and Twitter. Prebo, I'm still wounded by the single payer. My tummy still hurts. I'm sorry. <laughs> single payer, Dan. <laughs> you, know, you do realize you, you do realize Canadians come down here for a lot of their health care. You do realize that. Those with the money, yeah. Yeah, yes. they, but but I mean, for regular folks like you or I, we would not that that even if we were Canadian, that wouldn't be an option. So now I had a can. Yeah, and you're right. Uh, I'm not going to lie, sit here and lie to you. You're right about that. And 
but I will tell you, and I should have uh, I should have taken advantage of my buddy John from Janesville. I had a cousin who was literally diagnosed uh, almost the same time I was when I had a brain tumor. Uh, I had a cousin in Scotland who uh, he was he was diagnosed and he went to Edinburgh, and uh, they said, "Well, I mean, get to the states. Good luck, lad. But <laughs> you got no shot here." And uh, and so I said, "Well, you know, he was he, and he was old enough. He had a he had a certain age. He was like, eh, you know, I'll drink some scotch and just chill out, watch some TV, and take it easy for the rest of well, my life." He passed away. You're either. I mean, you're. But I guess the other option is you're you're hoping for the compassion of an insurance company is the other extreme. Right. And I, I don't. I don't trust either, but when it comes down to it, at least one of them is of the people, by the people, for the people. And by the way, you know, I, the I think this is where I, I think this is where you and and we Republicans and uh, conservatives and uh, and liberals out there. And I know you're kind of in weirdo land uh, on your uh, <laughs> yes. foundation, Sean. You, know, you really relate to nobody, which I kind of like. I kind of admire that. But um, uh, I, I think we could all agree, and I think Dave from Gurney hit it out of the park today, saying, "Listen, if we have to do this, we have to do this." And, and we we now offered a law uh, to the United States that, that we, you, you can't just make it disappear and go back to the day before Obamacare uh, was enacted. I, I, I just don't think America has that character anymore. It's like, hey, listen, let's go back to a, uh, you know, uh, you know, throw some old ladies off some cliffs. You know, we'll we'll, we'll clear out the, uh, the the woods and. Uh, but I, I think we can come together on some reasonable uh, regulation uh, uh, from the government. You know, all right, if if you really want somebody covered until the twenty six, I don't get it. But I'm, you know, I'll play ball on you with that. Um, uh, Pre existing conditions, yeah, I think the insurance companies uh, had a nice run for uh, several decades uh, by not covering people like that. Uh, again, there commercially a super fund can be created, no doubt, and an untouchable super fund, which is a very thing to a difficult thing to accomplish. And um, selling over state lines. I, I believe all parties would probably agree on that. Would you agree with that, uh, Sean? Oh, absolutely. But uh, yeah. I hear this talk, though, of state lines. There's nothing that prevents, with the ACA, two states from entering into an agreement. There is a problem, though, I think, and I, I this what I find weird is sometimes conservatives are doing this, is – it's a state's rights issue. You can't you can't say that Wisconsin has to honor the laws or restrictions of the state of Illinois, for example, or vice right. versa. So, in order to sell over state lines, you have to make sure that that the that the enacted laws in each state mesh with one another. That yeah. that what's going on in Minnesota is okay for Wisconsin. So you're buying the same product. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> there is nothing going on in Minnesota that's okay with Wisconsin. Man. <laughs> hey, they just they just opened up liquor sales on Sundays. In, that's in right. Minnesota. And in fact, one store in downtown Minneapolis said, "Screw you! I'll open it up now." Yes. Uh, because July is the uh, start date, and the guy. Uh, Oh God! It was a store I used to uh, frequent quite often, as a matter of fact. But um, Avery's, or something, I forget what it is. But Ann will uh, probably know. But uh, and Ann, by the way, uh, because you mentioned this, uh, I see a lot of irony in the Gophers playing their game in Milwaukee. <laughs> With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> and uh, well done, Ed. And and uh, she goes on to point out some of the corruption uh, of all of them are rife with corruption and fraud and um, standard uh, 
uh, substandard care in some of these policies. Um, she's certainly agreeing with you uh, to a degree, and uh, and she's a true conservative, and she. Uh, um, it, it, and she's still suspect of Donald Trump, by the way. This is, uh, Sean, you'll be happy to know some conservatives are still standing there. We're like, hey, we told you so. <laughs> and uh, all right, we got Anthony and Mike. Let's get to their calls right now. Uh, Anthony, thank you so much for your patience today. Happy Monday to you. Go right ahead with your call. Uh, happy Monday to you as well, Dan. Um, I, I just, you made a comment earlier that uh, you were wondering what happened to all of the repeal bills from the Republicans, and you said, you know, they had all these bills. Where's the integrity? The, the Republicans haven't had integrity for, you know, years and years now. The, they started <laughs> out the very first day of the Obama administration trying to plot to obstruct the guy. They, you know, they, they held up uh, one of the Supreme Court justices. I mean, there, there hasn't been any any integrity in this party in a while. And then the second point I wanted to make well, Anthony, let me just let me just say, Anthony, I, I believe if you if you compare juxtapose the two, and we got to wait for a little bit more time with uh, Mr. Trump here. Uh, I believe the Republicans pretty much gave uh, President Obama what he wanted. Uh, at the end of the day, they compromised a whole lot more than I would have liked. Uh, but Anthony, you certainly have an opinion about the Republican Party that is one not of integrity and one not of ethics. And obviously, you have a, a you know opposing and differing point of view, uh, which I, I certainly respect when you call in and offer this. But uh, I would say that the Republicans did play ball more with Obama than vice versa. Uh, unless the Democrats uh, plan to obstruct Donald Trump on day one before he was even inaugurated, I disagree. And there's nothing that you could say that would change that fact. Did you not hear the language of Chuck Schumer? Did you not hear the language? We will fight him every step of the way on all terrible policies. That wasn't until after he had signed his executive order after his inauguration. Before his inauguration, Chuck Schumer was all, we'll work with the guy that's dead and third. I just wanted to make one other point, though. The the second point is that the uh, Obamacare had a year's worth of hearings before the law even passed. He got in in 2009, but they they didn't pass the law until 2010. So I mean, the Republicans are trying to run. They didn't, but now. they didn't have Ooh. the they didn't have the uh, uh, the markup debate in the uh, House and the Senate as they're doing right now with the, this bill. There was not the markup debate, and there was not the option they had uh, to offer hearings on C-SPAN for, for for months and months on end. Televised hearings uh, on C-SPAN with, with President Obama and Speaker Ryan. Actually, the procedural Sanger. hearings the procedural hearings were shoved down the throats of the Republicans. With they, they were in the minority at the time. And, they were sitting uh, in the meetings. I mean, regardless of no, what no, no, the they, was, they were they were they were there in the room. Is it was is my point. The Democrats are allowed there, to be in a room, but with these secret bills that the Republicans got hiding, hidden out, and all right, and Anthony, uh, you're rewriting history. Uh, Anthony, you're rewriting history because the Republicans and the Democrats did not have the uh, the uh, three weeks that we're looking at debate wise uh, right now with uh, the previous administration. That did not happen. Anthony, I appreciate the call today. Got to move on. Let's go to uh, Mike. You can't rewrite history when you call in. Uh, the debate that's taking place right now uh, over this one and the scoring that's going to happen with the CBO. Uh, it's Republicans had no part in that process. Uh, Mike, go right ahead with your call, pal. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Uh, you know, I love how Anthony uh, creates rabbit holes, and then if you go down them, at the other end of the rabbit hole, there's a skunk. But anyway, uh, I, what I wanted to say is we all know people like this. I know people with toddlers, and when the toddlers throw a tantrum, they give in. I know people with 
teenagers. And when they try to uh, put discipline on the teenager, the teenager freaks out. And they fear it. They fear it so much they give in. That's what's happening here. We don't have the courage to look at the brats and say, no, we're going to repeal it right now, and you're going to suck it up and deal with it, and things are going to be all right in the end. They're so afraid of the freakout. They're afraid of the protests. They're afraid of the boycotts. They're afraid of the media. Mike, would you not recommend... Mike, would you not recommend that uh, Speaker Ryan bring several congressmen to the state of Wisconsin and sit down and speak with uh, uh, Governor Walker and a lot of the legislators who are involved? Uh, Robin Voss, Amy Loudenbach, Leah Volkmeyer, uh, the Fitzgeralds, and uh, they need some counseling from uh, Wisconsin legislators to be able to put up the fight and be able to stand strong. And I don't see that uh, backbone. I don't see that. I, right I agree with you, Dan, and I think he gets that. I think he gets that all the time. But yeah. he's he's weak. I don't know how he's raising his own kids. Does he give in to them? Because essentially he's giving in to the weak links. You know, we won the election. Yeah, we There's need to start acting like us it. to win the next election. Yep. And the more we do uh, good things, the more of us there will be in the next election. Why can't they figure this out? Mike, I appreciate your call, my friend. Uh, logic and common sense, sometimes frightening. Bob, I'm going to rush you here a little bit. We're uh, coming up on the bottom of the hour. I wanted to get you in. Bob, welcome. You're on the Dan Connery Show. Thanks for your time today, pal. Hi, Dan. So I'd like to see a new bill, and I, I haven't heard anybody talk about this, but why can't we just pick a sunset date, say a tax day of next year, and then we task the insurance companies to come up with all kinds of different plans, you know, catastrophic plans, and then people that are currently on Obamacare, we find out if we can put transition them to Medicaid. I mean, and then the Freedom Caucus, right-leaning people, they say, okay, we've got a sunset date. It prevents them and insulates them from yeah. being primaried. We can do this in a different approach. I totally get where Ryan wants to do it sequentially because he, he is a policy wonk and he wants to do it procedurally yes, correct. But if you're going to have a part, portion of your side that's not going to support it, give them what they want and they can yeah. give you what you want, sunset the date, and then I haven't heard anybody say, well, the insurance companies have to come up with new individual plans. Okay, I've got a $500 deductible per year. This is how much my rate is going to be. Right. All the card, almost like car insurance. Um, I hope to me, people- if, if, if you, after 9-11, if you asked a private security company to, say, to uh, manage security at the airport and made them liable legally at the end of the day to provide fabulous... Uh, incredible uh, security. They'll spend a hell of a whole lot more money on quality individuals uh, to execute that security a- at the airport, and um, and the taxpayer uh, would not have to be dealing with uh, some of the things we're dealing with right now. I happen to be fans of uh, the uh, the uh, rank and file of the TSA because there's a lot of former law enforcement there. But uh, again, if you look at the Israeli approach to airport security, uh, you know why not take a good idea and steal it, man? It's just uh, to me, um, everybody's offended. Everybody's uh, now there's a travel ban. Oh my God! And and the lawsuits are piling up again on the second executive order with uh, uh, President Trump. And it's just it is what it is, Bob. And I think you're right. Uh, slow down. Sunset provision, I think, is a brilliant idea. Well done. I got to get uh, hit the bottom of our break here. That's Sean Preble. I'm Dan Conray. News Talk 13. 10 WIBA. Now, more blue collar common sense with Dan Conry on 1310 WIBA. 
Welcome back, Madison. Welcome back, Wisconsin. Glad to have you along. Happy Monday morning. Good to be with you. That's how fast Sean people is. Bam! Music on. All right, start to it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I, to me, I, I need the weekend to be a little bit longer. We should have three uh, three day weekends. What do you think, people? I feel like a lot of people in this industry take Fridays off. We need to talk. Oh, about. big time <laughs> on a very steady basis. Yes. On a very steady basis, I might add. And uh, we're not at that level, are we? Uh, we're not going to get there. No, I'll, I'll speak for myself. Definitely not. No All right. Near. Well, we, well, we took a shot, right? <laughs> uh, it was good. Hey, listen, I got a little uh, good news for my fellow uh, uh, Republicans and conservatives out there. And, Sean, you're going to hate this news as well. So that's if you hate it, it's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> Doing something right. All right. Something's going good. Uh, I don't know, if Sean, if you know that the, uh, the budget, uh, President Trump's budget, is going to be f- put forward this week. Which is going to be a lot of uh, passion, a lot of uh, um, exacerbated uh, uh, Democrats, because it's it's calling for an historic move. And, you know, people, I never asked you about this, and I'm going to do this right now. How do you feel about uh, the level of employment that is executed by so many cities and states and the federal government? How and and how do you feel about? Uh, and this was uh, this was said in the 1980s. There about my I recall my dad talking about this back then. He said when the professional ranks uh, were starting to get paid at the same level as private industry within the government, uh, that's the end of that government. My dad was a true believer in that. He, and he said if they start pa- surpassing private industry at the professional level, salary wise, that's the beginning of the end. Uh, and uh, the federal government. State government and city government was never meant to be an employment agencies, and so many municipalities do, do just that. And it seems to me there is a pattern of the unemployable getting employed. Um, do you think that uh, government employment is an overblown reality um, in in our lives? And uh, could we uh, do with more uh, privatizing? You see a lot of small towns in Arizona. Uh, garbage pickup and even law enforcement and security stuff done by s- private industry. Um, are you a fan of that? Have you thought about that, Preble? And 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 you might be a smart growth guy too. And so that that could uh, conflict. With I I process. tend to look at Madison as a company town, and I support my company and our company as governments. <laughs> I mean, a so I, you know, much. It, it's hard to remove myself from that, and I understand, especially if you're living somewhere where you're not seeing a lot of the benefit from that labor. But as somebody, you know, in Madison, Madison's a great community. Why? Because the people here work hard, and a lot of them devote that hard work to the state and to the And it's been damn near it's been damn near immune to a lot of fiscal downturns. Mm-hmm. Um it, as far as uh employment rate and economic health um uh you, obviously you factor in uh the state capital, you factor in education, you factor in the healthcare industry which is just I mean um major league yeah, major league uh, salaries and levels of professionals in Madison, no doubt about that. Uh, but uh, here's a little taste of the uh, Trump budget. Uh, President Trump's budget proposal this week will shake the federal government um, to its core if enacted, uh, calling back numerous programs and expediting historic uh, con- contraction of the federal workforce. This would be the first time the government has executed cuts of this magnitude and all at once. Since the drawdown following World War II, economists and budget, budget analysts said uh, regarding uh, the soon-to-be-rolled-out uh, Trump budget, 
Um, I think this is a, this might even make the uh, the healthcare debate mute when you realize what this man is going to do with this budget. And this is when I'm going to get up and start celebrating. And, and this one, I'm going to yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, you know, you don't feel so secure anymore, do you? Uh, and it's almost as if nobody has ever had the coverage to walk in, uh, whether at the state level or the federal level, to walk in. Let's like uh, like a state DMV. And you walk in, you look at all the lines, you look at all, and this is really notorious back in the day. DMVs all over the country have improved dramatically, but there's always a ridiculous wait time. There's always a ridiculous level of, uh, yeah, we, you know, you're here to, we're here to, uh, treat you any way we want, and, uh, we're not serving you. You're just the public. You're the taxpayer. You're paying my salary, and I can treat you as shabbily as I want. And when you, when you think about this, and again, this this budget is going to blow the minds of a lot of people out there. This budget is going to really freak a lot of people out. And I think about what uh, Governor Walker has gone through uh, with the Republican legislature. And we demanded less government. We demanded uh, less spending. We demanded uh, rational spending. We demanded uh, several different things. And Governor Walker promised that. And, and But a lot of people are now starting to realize when you demand less, you're going to get less. Uh, you're not going to have the same level of services. Uh, you're going to have some of your cash back in your pocket. Uh, we have to think of uh, new ways to uh, generate revenue. Um, and again, you you look at the the uh, the workforce here in Wisconsin. I think we, the state of Wisconsin happens to be uh, a hell of a lot more efficient than most states. I think. I mean, that's just my opinion. Uh, and you look at the workforce here. There's a work ethic here that surpasses uh, the rest of the country in many many ways. Um, I mean, if you look at uh, just a simple act, you say it's simple, but uh, I say the simple act of snow removal in the state of Wisconsin, having lived so many different other places, I can tell you uh, Wisconsin is incredible. I, I believe the reaction, and people complain here, everybody complains in every state, though. And when I see, uh, whether when I was living downtown Janesville or when I was living in Franklin, uh, just outside of Milwaukee or, or here in Madison, um I don't complain about the snow removal because I think uh, these guys and gals are extraordinary. I think they do the, the entire state does a great job. The DOT, I think, does a great Certainly, there's room for complaints everywhere. But if you look at the uh, uh, the infrastructure of Wisconsin, do we need a lot of work? Has there been neglect? Yes, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, DOT money's uh, you know, going here, there, and everywhere. And like, eh, eh, yeah, we got to figure that one out because a little corruption obviously pops in everywhere you go in life. But uh, for me... I look at the local services that I've gotten in every place that I lived in Wisconsin. I've been blown away by the efficiency. Uh, again, everybody complains. I understand. But uh, to me, it's a very, very uh, – there's much to be learned from the state of Wisconsin if you've lived uh, in other places. Uh, I mean, I used to love just sitting in Janesville at a local diner and just watch the snow removal and how awesomely uh, good it was. And that's the language I want to awesomely good. And if you'd like to give us a call today, by the way, 321-1310, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Are you prepared for massive cuts from uh, President Donald Trump and his budget that's going to be rolled out? If you think this conversation over the health care bill is intense, man, wait till you see this thing, because historic levels of cutting the government, um, and I'm, I'm of a suspicion that they just might close the uh, Department of Education and they just might uh, break it down into one little office, one little unit, and 
And I, I, I smell that coming. Something tells me that, uh, watch that Department of Education, 321-1310. That's Sean Preble taking your calls. I am Dan Conry. This is News Talk 1310, WIBA. We shall return. Now more blue-collar common sense with Dan Connery on 1310 WIBA. Welcome back, Madison. Welcome back, Wisconsin Preble. I needed this show to go by quickly today. It was a bit of a tough uh, couple of days for me. And it was a success. We're yes. almost out of here. It's amazing. It's just a show flies by, and I always thank you for your help, Preble, in spite of your insane thought processes. <laughs> I do my part, man. <laughs> Hooray! Uh, 321-1310, toll-free, 877-235-1310. Uh, just got an email from somebody from California. They say, hey, Dan, you ever see the uh, that pipe band that plays for the NYPD? Why, yes. Yes, I have. I played in that pipe band with the NYPD. And if you go to nypdpipesanddrums.com, look up former members, you'll see Detective Dan Connery yeah, listed there. Of course, that's uh, – and uh, – <laughs> Somebody, did I ever tell you what somebody said to me? I was wearing a kilt one day. Uh, uh, they said, Dan, uh, don't you have a kilt that doesn't touch the floor? <laughs> and I digress. It's uh, If you can't laugh at yourself, you uh, have no sense of humor. Uh, let's go to uh, uh, Jim, who's uh, been very, very patient on line one. Hey, Jim, how you doing? You're on the Dan Connery Show. Thanks for your time today, pal. Oh, I'm doing great. Hi, Dan. Uh, Welcome. A few years ago, I can distinctly remember... Uh, that Canada, and at that time they said about 15 years before that, they did this. They cut all their, right across the board, their government by, by 12 or 15%. And they people found out and the country found out that they still had services. You know, garbage got picked up and, uh, you know, everything didn't go, you know, as bad as a lot of people would think it did. Well, I, I think we have better examples here in the United States. Isn't Sun City, Arizona, one of the great examples of uh, uh, it's? I think it's called the Volunteer City. Um, uh, but it just when they privatized and uh, several cities down south have gone to this, especially with older retirement homes. Uh, the, uh, the that model has been very, very successful, and yet people don't talk about it. Don't talk about the uh, the reality. Of, if it's a commercial product, there is an expectation. If it's a commercial product, there is uh, th- there is accountability. Um, it's, uh, I, I, to me, I agree. I agree with with doing that kind of stuff. But I know how often do you hear like, oh, you know, America, we've got problems here and there, and we should be more like Canada. You know, so. You know, like we're not the evil uh, Americans that do that, but th- I'm just saying that that was an example that they did that in one big swoop. Whatever they decided to cut their budget, you know. Well, you know, Canada, Australia, a lot of the, the European Union is in a struggle now because of uh, the polite conversation that many of these people don't want to have, and there is a cultural problem in many of these these countries now, and a service problem and a socialist problem uh, problem uh, that uh, to me. Is and again, the European Union is the greatest example. Like, well, we don't want to talk about it, you know. And now Angela Merkel is running back to the right now, saying, "I would have not, I would not have let all the uh, the, uh, the immigrants into the uh, the Germany." And uh, it, now everything's you know poop and kaput. Uh, it is what it is, and there's going to be some very, very frank, hard conversations taking place down the road. And uh, I believe the Trump budget conversation is going to blow Ob- the Obama 
Obamacare bill out of the water by the end of this week, um, unless the uh, the uh, CBO uh, score is just so outrageous. Uh, which I, I, I let's face it, uh, we there's corruptions in the in the the halls of many federal agencies right now. Uh, nod, nod, wink, wink. Time will come to an end, uh, and CBO is going to score this thing as an absolute train wreck. Um, because it was it was rather kind to uh, uh, President Obama, so that just tells me initially left wing hacks uh, hanging out. It's just it is what it is, and uh, there needs to be honest com- conversation about corruption. That is corruption. Uh, yeah, you know the, the blue book with the uh, oh, look at the workers. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a book. Uh, I, I should do a Soviet accent for that. <laughs> Jim, uh, great call. Appreciate your time today. There, there, and drive safe today, pal. Uh, the snow is really an issue out there. Still a lot of accidents. And uh, Dick Alpert has reported time and time again, still several accidents out there uh, here in the Madison metro. So please be careful. 321-1310. 321-1310. Tell free 877-235-1310. I, I, I tend to have debates uh, with my brother. And I, I think Sean Preble can sit in for my brother on this one. Um, do you believe that government and this is why, you know, I'm not your typical talk show host. I, you know, I don't try to punch you in the face with some of the issues. I do want some. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Um, but I, I don't believe the government is a solution to a problem. I don't believe um, a lot of the social programs should be as large as they are uh, with several states and cities across the country. Um, if you look at the uh, the burden of uh, people on assistance today in Social Security disability. Um, you know, I'm a guy who had brain surgery, a stroke. Uh, uh, you know, I had my shoulder ripped apart. Just uh, several things down the road. Uh, I mean, uh, from several physicians, I could absolutely apply for a disability. Don't want to do that. Uh, but, I, you know, you hear people with uh, uh, drug dependency, alcohol dependency, and depression uh, getting their SSI uh, disability check, and it just blows your mind. And will we really have a true investigation of the of the corruption that are involved in so many of these programs? And will we peel back the onion the way President Trump promised that he was going to do? Um, I, w- I am really comfortable, and this will be my final question of the day. We've got a couple of minutes left here. But I want you to think about this question. Are you comfortable, and Preble, I want you to really take this one in, because okay. I think you'll be comfortable. Are you comfortable? With Donald Trump achieving so much in four years and demolishing a lot of the historically overblown, duplicated, fat, uh, ridiculously corrupt uh, government bloating that we've had, are you comfortable with him peeling back the onion so deep that there's no way in hell he can win after four years? That just he just blows it up and we almost start over again. I wouldn't mind a reset. Yeah, I, I mean that's the reset button. I wouldn't mind hitting. And again, when you come in and you vow to uh, do that much damage to the entrenched government, the entrenched bureaucracy, the entrenched thought processes of so many people in D.C. who are just so panicked right now over losing their gig. They are so panicked right now. Like, but we but we need this service. Why do we need this service? And I've spoken to several military officers who have been very, very candid and honest with me. There is so much fat that they can cut within the defense uh, that the $54 billion increase can actually be achieved. And some of these contracts at infinitum with the United States uh, really need to come to an end. Uh, that's a conversation many rational people are willing to have because I am a big fan of uh, building the military back up to what they were uh, prior to uh, the Obama administration. 
the show is over. It's unbelievable. Uh, Sean Preble, thank you very much today. We'll be back for the worst day of the week tomorrow, Tuesday. And, uh, God, I'm not looking forward to that. I don't like to. Tuesday, uh, Tuesday's a horrible preble. Yeah. We get you, a crusty you know my, groan. Oh, my God, I hate Tuesdays. <laughs> That's a, that is a good crusty, isn't it? That was great. I got a. You know how much money Hank Azaria makes? Did oh, you ever? I'm sure you know. Yes. It's insane. It's stupid God. money. Ah, oh, God, I, I'm just jealous. That's all. I'm a capitalist, so I, I'm happy he's making it, but I'm just jealous. All right, Preble, we'll see you tomorrow, pal. This has been the Dan Connery Show, Vicky McKenna Show, three o'clock. Make sure you're there. We'll see you tomorrow, Dan Connery Show, News Talk 1310 WIBA. Have a great day, everybody. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.